0: On this episode, I welcome Daisuke Nakahara of Microsoft. Okay, to start off, let's talk about you. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us what you do and where you are located.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Daisuke Nakahara. I'm originally from Japan and moved to the United States, you know, 20 some years ago. At Microsoft, I work with our so called partners and kind of like a, you know, customer, but, you know, we build IoT solutions together. So my job is to work with them, you know, solve their problems, design their solutions, and get the IoT solution in the market.
0: How old were you when you first got interested in technology?
1: Well, that was my uh, college years. Um, back then, I was an you know, exchange student from Japan. I lived in Michigan. And those days, we didn't have SNS. You know, We didn't have internet. So the only way I could communicate to my parents and family or phone and uh phone bill was very expensive those days, you know, making an international call to the Japan was super expensive. So I met some friends and they kind of taught me how to use computer to send messages, right. Um, it's before email days, but there were, you know, way to uh, send a text message and uh, it took, you know, about 48 hours for me, you know, one message to get from the States to the um, Japan. So that got me into, this is super cool. Uh, well, you know, it's cheaper and uh, well, it takes time, but things will get better. So that's how I started you know, in, um, started you know, showing the interest in the technology. But I was a business student, so it was more like a hobby for me. Uh, I never thought it'd be my job, but you know, you never know, right?
0: <laughs> so I've heard you've invented so many things things that we use in our house every day. Can you tell us about some of those inventions?
1: Well probably the most interesting thing was uh, uh, I made uh, fridge a little bit intelligent right so a fridge you open the door you put you know uh, milk and you know your fruit and keep there uh, but when you are outside like like it often occurred to me like do, do I have enough milk for tomorrow morning? you know, but so we added like a camera and the sensors to the fridge. So whenever you take it out or take, put it in, the camera will monitor, you know, uh, which items you put in the fridge. So I, with that fridge, you could tell from you know, outside you, when you're at the grocery store, do I have enough milk? You know, and then that's the kind of you know, early days of IOT.
0: Wow. That's so cool. I wish my fridge could see that. That's crazy. Okay. And one of the main things I knew you invented is when we like open our laptops and it turns on. It's never something I thought about that, you know, that was invented. So can you tell us about that?
1: Uh, So I worked on Windows for about two decades. And uh, one of the things I worked on, um, very heavily was a thing called USB. Uh, these days, everybody knows, right? And the SD card, you know, everybody uses the SD card, but 20 years ago, nobody knew, right? So that was like, you know, kind of cool cutting edge stuff. Um, but that's one of the things I worked on. So it's very, uh, I'm very glad and fortunate, I guess, uh, be to be a part of that team. Um, you know, 20 years ago, I never thought about the USB and the SD card to become so popular. But now, you know, everybody uses it, everybody recognizes it. So whenever I see my grandma, said, this is my work. This is what I do. And uh, before that, she was like, what do you do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so funny. It's so cool to think you invented things that we use every day. Okay. So you're an IoT architect. What does IoT mean?
1: Well, IOT is the way to make, um, everybody's life a little bit easier. Um, sometimes, you know, it's a very dramatic changes, but most of the time it's a very subtle changes Then most of people may not even realize, you know, they are using IOT technology, but whenever you see like photo or audio or sensor or some kind of data, you know, through your smartphone, typically that's some kind of IOT. Right. So, in a way, you can think of um, you know, tweeting to the you know, SNS, that's kind of IoT, right? So uh, IoT to me is how can we make people's life easier, better, and more convenient using the technology?
0: Okay. And just to be clear, IoT stands for Internet of Things.
1: Yes. So there has to be internet, that's a start, right? And uh, devices um, could be sensor, could be fridge, or could be your PC, has to be connected to internet.
0: So when you have a new idea for tech solution, what are the first things you do?
1: Well, typically, you know, these days, there's a thing called the web search. So I go to internet, look for like reference or maybe samples, maybe research paper, you know, p- they got. Uh, I'm always like, there got to be someone thought about this idea. Um, maybe they gave up for different reasons, but maybe it was you know something someone said 20 years ago. It was too early for that person to you know work on. Uh, so I'll, I start with the research, then I start drawing kind of big picture in my head, right? and uh, make sure um there's no. Easy way for anything, right? Especially when you are trying for new things. Uh, so you have to be prepared for different, you know, uh, conditions or options. And if you hit the one, you no know, problem. You just immediately jump to the next option. It's, you know, be, uh, prepared, right? So it's my attitudes. I guess it's more like, you know, uh, prepare for the worst case, but wish for the best cases.
0: <laughs> Definitely. And it takes lots of work to build the really cool things you do. And, okay, so going back to things like the fridge, how do you invent something that you can't even see? And how do you go from imagining a solution to actually making something that people can use?
1: Yeah, um, in a way, your generation is very fortunate. You have everything like, from a smartphone and game machines and TV and everything, right? so that time I grew up, you know, I didn't have a smartphone when I was a teenager. So I kind of grew up with the uh, technology, like a development, uh, you know, um, or the progress other smart people made. So the way I learned was just, you know, following someone, you know, started and uh, maybe learn from other people. Uh, So I still keep the same, I guess, habit, right? So whenever I thought about something new and cool and nobody really done it, and I said, well, you know, I it, it's like a math, right? So there's a lot of difficult formulas, but the basics are the same. So I tried to build a block, you know, connect the building blocks uh, with the basics and, uh, the first budget may be eh, not very sophisticated, but, you know, as you go through and uh, make the more improvement, uh, it gets better and better. So, you know, like, try, try not to be, you know, af- um, I guess, you don't have to be perfect in the beginning, I guess, that's, I should say, right? So start with something simple, something basic, and, uh, you know, you have time to improve in the future, but you have to start somewhere. So, that starting somewhere with the basics is easiest for me.
0: Definitely. And when you're in your process of creating something new, do you make any mistakes or what do you do when you make mistakes?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, probably out of 90 times out of 100, those are the mistakes but every time i mis- make well i don't know if i should call it a mistake but if whenever there's a problem or mistakes i made i said well let's learn from it you know try not to repeat the same problem you uh, know mistakes and and I also thought about give a little bit extra time to go through and think about why i made that choice Right? I thought that was the best option, but it turned out it's not, but there has to be a reason, you know, it, might, it could be something in my head or it could be something external, uh, but try to um, um, more like a root cause, I guess, you know, why this happened and uh, what was missing, then that will give you, you know, extra learning so you don't you know, repeat the same mistake again.
0: Definitely, you can definitely learn from your mistakes. So then you don't make that same mistake next time when you're creating something new. Okay, so now let's talk how technology and conservation are working together. So I know you helped invent something that is saving animals. Can you tell us about your part in project 15?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, It's applying the same concept, right? Um, Some basic stuff for me, may not be basic for you, maybe, you know, two other ones for some people, right. So because I, this is my job and I, this is the industry I've been in, you know, quite some time. So I have a more basic blocks, right. Um, putting those basics together for, you know, for simple use cases or simple, uh, scenarios are not too hard for me, but it may be super difficult for someone just starting IOT, for example. Right. So the, um, in the very beginning, I was trying to teach people how to do it, you know, how to build IoT solution, how to build sensors, how to build, you know, new uh, cutting edge technology and stuff like that. Uh, And uh, These days, you know, it's like information overwhelming kind of syndrome, you know, everybody knows a lot, you know, cool stuff, like AI, machine learning, everybody heard about it. And in some cases, you have, you know, AI and machine learning built into your smartphone, and you enjoy uh, those experiences. But very quickly, I, I realized, well, these people are very smart in one area, but they don't have basics I have. So why don't I, you know, provide my, my, I guess, experience uh, by creating something basic and uh, give it to them. And so uh, instead of teaching them how to build the basic building blocks, I can give them like 70% of the basics. And the basic turned out to be, you know, common for most of, you know, uh, conservation scenarios. Well, like you asked me like iot there has to be internet connection and uh, devices or sensors you know uh, will send the data to cloud you know somewhere in the internet and uh, you do something with the data from the devices that's common for everybody so that's the area i focused on and i said okay you have to connect the device you have to send the data this is the tool I built, and you you are welcome to use it. So that's how Project 50 and the Open Platform started.
0: Great. And if you want to start off making your own technology, you can go to the learning lab and learn how camera traps work because right now camera traps are the thing that are making a big impact on animals right now. So here's the call to action. So do you think kids my age can learn this technology now so we can start inventing things to mend our earth before it's too late?
1: Sure. I mean, like, it took me 20 years to learn this technology and IT stuff, right? Uh, because I didn't grow up with smartphone and all the technologies available today. You were born with it. And you, you know, learned by, I guess, experience or by just doing it or using it, right? So you have advantage. And I have no doubt your generation can learn, you know, IoT a lot quicker than you know, most of adults. And um, now I am also um, open for to give you some tips and, you know, techniques, so you can kind of make a shortcut, right? For someone like me or someone, you know, uh, who have to invent the new stuff, they ha- we have to go through step by step, uh, but you can skip the other, you know, things people invented for you, your generation, right? So you can take a shortcut and uh, get to the goal, you know, sooner and faster.
0: Awesome. Okay, so that was my last question. Dice K, thank you so much for joining us today. And everybody, you can click on the links below to learn all about Dice K's inventions and the amazing things he's doing with Microsoft. And it's Dice K, thank you so much for coming here today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure.
0: Of course. Let's go. Oh, 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 oh.